0: to Justin and Greg's Seriously Funny
1: no, Podcast. This, for the
0: first time ever, this is
1: Tech Tuesday. It
0: is. It's Tuesday, and we thought, hey, if we're going to do four or five times a week, we need, like, segments. Or themes. Themes. Yeah, this is Tech Tuesday. Tuesday so if you're a tech person stick around if you're a Justin and Greg person stick around yeah I think our goal with every single segment is to make it not so much about tech or if it was sports or it was entertainment or was like whatever you're into we try and make it accessible to you regardless of where they care about the topic or not right we promise you the Justin and Greg treatment where we will squirrel everything
1: so it's relevant to you and everyone else
0: No, I don't promise it'll be relevant to everyone.
1: I do, but you're scared of commitment. So anyway, good news for you. You bought a new camera today. Speaking of tech.
0: I did. What'd you buy? Nobody on this podcast cares what kind of camera Trick I question. No one cares. I think the fun part will be, though, is uh, I have a tech YouTube channel. So Tech Tuesday, great for me. But for you guys, don't worry. Don't worry. We're not going there. But when people buy stuff through my links on YouTube, yes, that's a thing. I get Amazon.com gift cards. And I was able to buy this camera with all Amazon.com gift cards, which is exciting, except... They don't work in Canada. Because they're American. Yes. You can only buy it in America and you can only ship in yeah. America. Some stuff you can ship to Canada. This was not one of those things hey, so I had to Good point. I just ship my bed.
1: I just ship my nightie. I just shipped my bed.
0: <laughs> I ship my drawers. <laughs> uh this one has to get Ship to somewhere in the U.S., which we are about two hours away from the U.S. In border. Just under two hours. So Thursday, we're going to take an adventure where we drive across the border to a small little border town where they're going to ship the camera to. Called Plentywood. <laughs> Plentywood. True story. It's like 100, 100 people. I don't know how big it is. But they have a lockers there where you can ship things to, yeah. pay five bucks, and go pick it up. And then we're going to drive back in the same day, which I'm curious how that border crossing goes. It's going to be
1: awful because I have my, my tennis band on and the state troopers are going to be like, you're dumb.
0: Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner anyway uh follow us on instagram justin and greg for the behind the scenes story on yeah Outland and if Thursday. you don't care
1: about any of that we're gonna stop on the way home at the world famous wayburn all the last one in all of canada all you can eat kfc buffet Thank
0: you. Loving. Did he say funky butt loving?
1: Oh. Okay. Kentucky Fried
0: Chicken Buffett. The
1: last one in all of Canada. It is so important to it's our province. It's national There was rumors it was going to close down a little while ago, and our premier of Saskatchewan, not the current one, but Brad Wall, stepped in and basically said, I will never let this happen.
0: Premier is like a governor for those of you listening from the United States of A or Europe or Australia or wherever you are. So
1: Yeah. So if you're not following us on Instagram, I would suggest you do. Uh, it's Justin and Greg, at Justin and Greg, like everything else on our channel. And if you're new to the podcast, feel free to subscribe because that's what we say to do because we're real podcasters. Real podcasters.
0: Say that. Subscribe. Real podcasters. Which, Justin and Greg. Do you think people would actually like listen to this without being subscribed? Yeah, Maybe. they would. For sure yeah. they would. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. So it's Tech Tuesday. Let's start with the intro
0: i might find something in there that's actually not that bad right i thought it was a i mean for coming up with it on the spot completely
1: up first do you have facebook yep do you have google plus yeah when's the last time you logged into google plus not by accident
0: well i think you're always logged into google plus because i'm logged into my gmail and my youtube when was the last time i went to google plus specifically specifically Never. Yeah, like years ago. It's been a long time. Now, if you're not familiar with Google+, it was Google's Facebook answer. Which had some cool things to it. Yeah, they had this really neat concept, which I liked, was you could organize your friends in circles. Hey, these are my camera tech nerd circles. These are my family circle. This is my, you know, weird religious upbringing circle. This is my... Right,
1: because how often on Facebook do you share something or better yet not, not share, share something, something. Jinx, me a because you're like well there's only 20 people that will understand what this is
0: exactly and the other 800 won't well i love the idea of you being able to share something to a circle where you're like these guys are going to find this hilarious and this other circle won't find it funny yeah and you can do that on facebook but it's a ton of oh, work it's a ton of work whereas google plus was set up from that like from the beginning to be able to do that which was it was special so it dead now though google killed Google Plus. Yeah, apparently they had some kind of massive security breach over the last three years and everybody was stealing their data and then uh, anyway, they killed it. It's stupid. What do you mean it's stupid? The whole thing's stupid.
1: I remember being in a conversation when it first came out Yes. with someone who told me, you know, people get really hyped up about that about stuff in yeah, general. Sure. But I, I do this
0: all the time. Especially but, if they're like anti Apple and yeah. somebody comes up with like a Google solution uh, or something. I'm gonna win. It's like I hate Android or I
1: love Apple, whatever it was. This person was adamant that Google Plus was gonna kill Facebook because it had Google behind it. No, I I recognize that Google is not a conventional workplace. Now, anyone that knows Google realizes that Google's, how they work is they try a lot of things. Sure. And most of them, most of them fail ask Google wave, Google. ask Google... There's a, there's a thousand things we could look at oh, and go, man. okay, Google... It's kind of funny I said that, but the Google, okay, Google Google. Yeah. Google. failed. And they're fine with that because they want to try things and experiment as often as they can to sure. push things that's forward. A,
0: that's how they ended up winning. Well, they went on search. I mean, yeah. The interesting. I'm curious to see how they do in this in this new world. But yeah, what's funny to me is nowadays it doesn't matter whether you actually have a better product or not. That that doesn't guarantee that you're going to win because I think Google Plus was actually in some ways a really good product, but you already had a whole bunch 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 of people on Facebook. It was fine. It was fine. You
1: have to give someone a maximum amount of value for them to switch now.
0: Sure. And I'm thinking back to five or eight. Whenever it launched, I remember putting it side by side of Facebook and going, this is actually a good competitor to Facebook. Now, the thing is, is Facebook ended up doing a million things since then and and has come so far. So they don't look anything similar today. But early on, it was like an interesting competitor. But switching? Who... Ain't, ain't nobody got no time for that.
1: Yeah, you actually probably could have switched easier back then. So, like I just got the new iPhone, the XS Max, Can't ask.
0: Oh, the richest
1: plum of them all. And I thought about switching to the new Pixel Three that came out today. At the end of the day, do I really want to pay the cost to switch? Because I've got a Mac computer, I got Apple TV, and a watch. Yep. Like, it costs you a it's ton of time and money. And that's what they want to get you into is that ecosystem. And that's what you're actually weighing against. Okay, so Google has unlimited storage on their phone. Do I want to give up all my conveniences exactly. with all my things together? Yep. No, I don't want to do that.
0: And it's it's the same thing where you could go be a part of Google+, but if nobody else is there, well, then it's no fun at all. So it is kind of like... Let
1: me tell you, man, no one else is there. If you're listening to this <laughs> podcast right now and you have logged into your Google Plus page within the past seven uh, days, I, would- I want you to write us on any platform, oh, Facebook, man. Twitter, Instagram, and we will have you on the show.
0: I bet there's like a small micro niche of people who found their community on Google Plus and still go there like multiple times a day to check out what's going on with their Google Plus friends.
1: It was never a thing. It was never a thing. Neither was Friendster or Hipster or Neopets. Oh my like those aren't things. Napster? Napster? No, I didn't say that. Well, I but a lot of stirs. That
0: was the thing. That was a thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's only a few things. And now, if you're on Facebook with like, to over two billion users across the world, in order to get people to switch. You got to offer a lot. Now, what was interesting about social media platforms is what was that new one that came out? Vero,
0: Vero, Vero, Vero which yeah. is
1: Instagram competitor that came out that everyone seemed to flock to very quickly.
0: Yeah. Well, it was interesting because I think they actually gave what some people wanted, what which was Instagram with a chronological feed. You think that's enough now? Oh, I think it was something for people. And, you know, nice user interface. And somehow they generated buzz when they came out, which was good for them that they actually did So it. smart and hard to do because there was a lot of people with
1: big followings talking about Vero. I heard there was something about the, the rights to your photos and that, yeah, that sort of thing and, and no advertising it, yeah, and privacy. Blah, 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 and, blah, 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 blah.
0: But it's interesting. Somebody made a splash. Now, they went away pretty quickly because I think some things about like the founder or the owner or something came out and yeah, the privacy things and this and that, which, who knows, maybe Facebook paid for all that information. I don't know. Probably, yeah. you know, I, I would like if you're Facebook, you're like, well, I'll just like kind of yeah, hey, publish you, hey. this fake
1: article and watch everyone. No, and it could even mind. be
0: true. Hey, we digged up some dirt on this guy. You guys should read this. Like, ah, what do you know? Send this over to Bloomberg or whoever. But it's interesting to see with Instagram having their founders left a couple of weeks ago.
1: Right, they had a tizzy with Mr. Mark Zuck's, the thirteen billion dollar man or whatever he is, and now they're out. They're gone. Oh,
0: he's got a lot more than 13
1: These are the guys that started probably the yeah. greatest social media platform in terms of people's emotional investment in it. Sure. If, if you know anyone that is on Instagram, it's their favorite platform. Like, yes. I love Instagram because there's still, a, there's still a, an air of community to it.
0: Yeah, I think people maybe are feeling less passionate about that or they have some concerns. But I think, you know, Facebook has a lot of users. But as far as people who really are tuned in and engaging, like Instagram has, yeah, very interesting. It is it is more community focused in a sense.
1: One billion users. Here's the difference.
0: Facebook, you post a lot of things and see a lot of content that has nothing to do with the actual people who post them. Correct. Right. We share videos from this and that. Like when you actually look at content that is focused on the people you're following, it's very rare. Whereas Instagram is still very much focused on these are people's own lives that they're sharing.
1: Yeah, it's almost always outside of a business, but this is my family.
0: This is where I am this weekend, especially in the stories. Here's what my day looks like. You're actually following along with people and getting... And I feel like early Facebook was that, hey, here's pictures of my kids. How often do you see, like other than first day back to school, how often do you actually see photos of people just sharing their lives? Like It's a lot more rare... And mixed it with other content from other people.
1: Yeah, and I think now that there's Instagrammers, now that it's sure, a thing and a profession, yeah. that's what kind of ruined it for yeah, for maybe, a lot of people. Yeah. Was people do it for money now? Yeah, and so it's just been marketed and and destroyed by all that. It, but they still like, it doesn't harm you, Mister hmm. Greg, with a thousand followers just to follow them to show my 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 sure. my family right doesn't change anything really. But do you think that Instagram is going to fundamentally change now that the founders are gone? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that Facebook's just kind of like, hey, thanks. We figured it out. We, we know what you want and we're not going to do that. So see ya, hit the road here.
0: I think Instagram fundamentally changed once it became an ads platform and an algorithm got introduced. I think that was the moment where Instagram itself changed. Whereas before, yeah, anyone could go on and post anything and they had all these community managers and it was about building the following and then they became a product, which I don't think... Instagram is going to fundamentally change now. I think they already did, and I think they're just going to continue down that rabbit hole. And and for better or worse, Facebook as a as a product is much more robust and better now than it was six years ago. Like, do you remember Facebook in wild. The day? When Facebook would make a change and everyone would complain for like a day?
1: Yes. You took away my Greg is, right? Yeah. Remember that? Greg yeah.
0: is whatever. And now it, it was just blank. I can't believe you did that, Facebook. Everybody's so mad. Facebook's ruining itself. Shouldn't change. If you went back and looked at it five years ago, you're like, this is terrible. I looked at an
1: old emoji. You know those emoji reactions? The yeah. one was thankful.
0: Oh, I forgot about You can
1: be thankful, thankful which, which would I, have been I, I, well, for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yesterday. Yeah, and I definitely was. But here's a better question. How important are people, like the right people, to the vision of a product or company? Because I feel like very important. And now that Facebook has gotten rid of the founders, Instagram is going to become this thing that will no- only be a shell of what it once was. And we'll move on to something else. Or yeah. it'll just be like... Kind of like what you said. It'll be meh. It'll, it'll exist and people will use it because that's what their business is now if they're an Instagrammer or that's how they choose to connect. But someone's going to come in there and eat their lunch.
0: No. I think because they still have Facebook, right? And Facebook, you could yep. say the same thing. It's just become a shell of what it once was as this and that. No, it like it's evolved. And I think Instagram now might actually evolve because I bet the founders were very emotional about their vision of what they wanted Instagram to be, which maybe wasn't viable long-term.
1: I think Facebook is what they wanted it
0: to be it's on top of the
1: internet i saw today there's a gofundme built into facebook now we have this is a shameless plug we have a call with facebook right after this podcast about them developing their live platform and us trying to you know help them beta test some stuff with that so they're constantly going instagram doesn't make sense to me like they have this instagram tv app and everything's yeah. weird and whatever you guys don't care somebody stop me
0: you don't care but here's what you do care about selfies. selfies
1: when's the last time you took Speaking a selfie instagram
0: and facebook Uh, I may be less on the selfies than the average person. Can we just
1: shame people that take too many selfies? And these are the people I'm talking about. The people that have the same head gesture for sure. every selfie yes. they take. What is that? That's their selfie pose. No, you can't. Every, I went through someone's feed and every single photo was them with their head cocked on a 45 degree angle and their chin out just right. Every single photo was the same head position. That's not normal. That's how they feel best about themselves. I understand that. But come on now. You're better than that.
0: Like flip it the other 45 degrees. Give me something. Some sort some of variety in there. I just find it wild when there are certain people on the internet who... I could spend hours trying to take a great photo of something, and they can literally just snap off a picture of them in their outfit, and they will get a thousand times engagement. Yeah, which because you're good looking. They know their audience. That's how you be good on Maybe. Instagram: is be good looking. Well, I'm good looking. Well, you're you exist. Like, what do you mean I exist. You're not. You're
1: not. You're not a bad looking guy. Like you're fine. Thank you. I mean, you're
0: saying, oh, you're not bad looking. Like
1: you're not Thor.
0: No, I'm not.
1: Anyway, selfies. There is an epidemic involving selfies around the world right now. Over the last six years, there's been like 256
0: people die. Okay, 259. which f- From selfies. Saying, sorry, you're saying an epidemic? That's
1: what, that's what the Washington
0: Post said. Okay, they called so it an epidemic. That's 42
1: people a year. Dying from taking selfies. Right. Pretty soon, there's going to be a 43. selfie
0: course right. you have to take. Sorry, there are 43 people who die every year in a planet of 7.5 or 8 billion people from anything. No. From washing your clothes inside out, I guarantee you there are 43 people a year who die from washing their clothes inside out.
1: Until it's called an epidemic on the Washington Post.
0: No. Some news outlet said an epidemic for 40- That is an people. epidemic. No, it's not. Are you kidding me?
1: People are dying, taking they're drowning, taking photos of themselves. They're getting hit by trains, taking photos of themselves. You gave an example the other day about someone who was just walking down the street and they couldn't see you because their face was buried in their mm-hmm. phone. Yep. And they could have died. And you didn't stop them.
0: You just moved out of the way. I just don't think 000000001 percent of the population dying from something is an epidemic. Now, if, if you're checking that math, that's bad math. I don't disagree that people are not being careful. And the stories from some of these people, I mean, there are some absolutely tragic ones. If I think it was actually here in Canada that three YouTubers were on the edge of a waterfall and fell to their deaths in... I mean that's horrible. I'm not saying that is not horrible. It is horrible and people photographers have been telling the everyday people all the time, don't take photos on train tracks. That is a really poor idea. I'm sure there are far more than 259 people or 249 who have been killed by just taking photos on train tracks and that. That is something we hear about regularly and it is a really silly thing to do. But some of that, too, is I think the the culture of trying to take an epic photo that gets a ton of likes.
1: What world are we living in that you will risk your life to take a photo to get electronic likes, taps from fingers on that photo, and you
0: feel better about yourself? That is a weird thing. Yeah, and, and I think in most situations, people don't think, oh, I'm risking my life right now. Like, sure, the people, you know, like those Facebook videos, those guys who like do handstands on the buildings that are like 10,000 feet away. Yeah, up I can't watch air. those. makes my hips weird. You wiggle. know, <laughs> your what?
1: My hips. I get like this weird sharp of my hips. And I get weird. When you
0: see like people in heights? Yeah. Okay, those people, I think they go, okay, we're risking our lives. But I think in lots of these cases, it's. <laughs> It's just like where we talk about a lack of common sense, which has never been a thing. Like, one, the story of the guy in India who was trying to take a selfie with an injured bear uh, and thought he was safe because the bear was injured, and rather than helping the bear. Um, and the bear ended up mauling him today. I
1: have had it, boo-boo. I'm going to bust out of here.
0: Yeah, and if I was that bear, I would do the same thing. Hey,
1: idiot, I'm hurt. Help me. Yeah. Don't just take a stupid selfie with me and run. But you've
0: never taken a stupid selfie.
1: No, I have, but I'm not going to anymore. Now oh, that I know okay. it's an epidemic, an epidemic. no more selfies with me. I'm going to keep my eyes facing forward and the camera in front of them. So no more selfies with elks in a mating season? No. If you missed that video, Justin and I went up to was- sea which is a national park here in Canada, beautiful park, and there was an elk
0: just sitting on the golf he course. He was just like chilling out, laying down on the golf course. He seemed like super chill. And I think the video, uh, if you, I won't get into it. It is Tech Tuesday, but I could talk about focal lengths. It maybe looks like we're closer than we are, but we're still probably forty or fifty feet. Like we were, we were a chunk, we were a ways away from him. No,
1: we weren't. We were like twenty feet away from him. We were very close. Okay, Greg. Yeah, I'm serious. We were forty feet. Yeah. No, watch the video. We're quite close to him, and I kept on, I kept on pushing you to go, go closer. Yeah. But it's okay. Just so you know, growing up in Calgary, Banff is just down the street. It's about an hour away. Banff is another national park here in Canada, and it's the same sort of thing where elk just walk everywhere, sure. yeah. and they're so used to people, they literally come up to you. Hey, do you got some yeah. food? See you later.
0: Sure. Right, that's what I thought it was. I, little did I know this was not the case. No, because it's it's mating season, and apparently the bulls get very, very aggressive. Which we found out right afterwards. And you should not be done that close. Fortunately for this one, he had just um, mated, and so he was very chill.
1: I would, I'm just imagining in my mind what would have happened if you were posing in front of this bull and he the just gored you. Oh, I would howl. I mean, what do you mean you would howl? Well, I mean, because you'd be closer. You right? say it's
0: an epidemic. Do you howl at epidemics? What? What's I an epidemic? I could laugh at it because I would go, uh, "It's not really like an epidemic. It happens from people who are being silly." What the selfie? Like getting killed by something? No, by I'm. L-
1: this is not a selfie. I'm. I have the camera filming you.
0: Yeah, I know. You're trying to get me to take a selfie with the elk, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would howl at that. <laughs> That's worth the risk to me. Worth the risk.
0: Worth, worth the risk to me.
1: Yeah. Thank you for worth that. Worth the risk to you. Yeah. Yeah, mean, What's the worst that's going to happen?
0: But it is something where I think we go, hey... How do we take ourselves out and go, okay, this could get a whole bunch of likes, but also like, well, let's just think down the road here a little bit. Like what, what could go wrong with this photo? So it's it's a funny thing. You mentioned
1: the idea of, of community and self-worth, that sort of thing. There's a YouTuber, really popular guy, his Peter McKinnon, just came out with a video. He's got 2.5 million subscribers on his channel. Okay? Yes, a lot. And he has this video He just he just posted today, and it's all about how lonely it is to be a YouTuber how he's by himself constantly filming epic videos and editing epic videos by himself and he almost doesn't get out like almost at all outside of collaborations, which he admits he doesn't do enough of. And I'm like, so is this internet culture that we are all a part of and we say we have communities on Reddit and on Facebook and on Instagram, is it a real thing or is it all just fake? Do I actually need to be with people in order to feel good and human?
0: It's interesting. 2.5 million Subscribers. Imagine the encouragement that, that, that guy gets to read every tens, day. Oh, And also the discouragement. But like just focus on the encouragement. Sure. Tens and tens and tens of thousands of comments. Every hey, time Peter, he you're amazing.
1: Up. Hey, Peter, I yeah. love you. Would
0: obviously have a ton of fans, but it is kind of a broken world because, yeah, the thing is, is when you make a video, you think of the idea yourself, you film the idea yourself, you edit the idea yourself, and you put it out there and then you answer some comments. The next day you wake up, you think of an idea yourself, you film yourself, you and it it can be long hours of you not talking to anyone. Is this just someone who's doing
1: a job or an occupation that we all kind of look at and go, wow, that'd be awesome to try, and
0: telling us that it's not, it's not all gravy? The grass is greener where you water it, Greg. What do you mean? That's a take off the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. I think we always romanticize what everybody else goes through. It's a thing I think about with being a celebrity. And people are like, celebrities have these massive mansions and these houses and all these clothes and all these... But I also go, they also give up their everyday normal lives. Like They can't go to the grocery store and buy an apple which is something that I think we take for granted. And people are like, ah, who cares? They make millions of dollars. And the more you talk to people with money, the more you find out that there is no connection between money and happiness.
1: No, I I completely agree. And I think that if we all put ourselves in that position, it sounds cool once or twice or for the first week or even the first month. But once you realize that there's people out there that are going to hate you to your face and don't enjoy you, or that don't actually care about you, they care about your character or what you can give them, then it gets weird. Because it's like, I don't actually care about you, Greg. I care about the character you play, or, like Jennifer Aniston. You know, I, what was her name? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, Rachel. just wanting... sign my shirt, Rachel. No, I'm Jennifer Aniston, and I'm, I'm hungry right now. Get out of my way. Oh, Rachel, how dare you? Like, you suck. Like, yeah. that would
0: weigh on you. William and... Shatner? Trekkies? Could you imagine? Oh, no. Just like, hey, William Shatner. Like, I'd want to talk to William Shatner from... Um... I feel like you're emphasizing the Shatner... What do you mean Shatner? You're doing that on purpose? No. He's William ca- Shatner. He's Canadian, you know. He is Canadian. You're not acting he like in it. in Congeniality. Okay. Maybe you want to talk to that William Shatner. But everybody else wants to talk to Captain James T. Kirk. Right. Yeah, no, I think that that is one thing that us regular
1: Joes take for granted everywhere. I can go out tonight for supper when I'm done editing the podcast with my wife and it's fine. No one will recognize me outside of my friends. No one's going to interrupt me. It's fine. And... We like that. That's normal. Yeah, it's that, special. That's you actually give that up for money. Yeah. So I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. But what are you picking? I think it's just one of those things where we can all take a moment and go. If you can't be thankful for what you have now, like anybody who's actually listening to this podcast, you own probably a phone or a computer or the headphones and have access to the internet. That is something that you could just be so thankful for because the learning opportunities and there's so many good things. Obviously, there's bad things, sure, but. You already have so much to be thankful for. If you can't be thankful now, you're, ne- you're never going to be happy. That's what, that's what it seems to be with everybody.
1: Yeah, it's the same principle of if you don't donate to people now or give away money now sure. to charities and causes you care about, you won't actually do it when you have a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, when you have money. Because yeah. it's, it's a habitual thing. But I want to key on something that you said that I thought was actually kind of cool. You said it's such a broken world. Yeah. We live in a broken world. Yeah. And this next story that you found exemplifies that to the worst because it's all about an emoji bagel. And I'm like, this is as broken as the world
0: gets in my mind. So Apple is releasing a new round of emojis. They always had, you know, more emojis here and there. And to their credit, they're they have the nicest yeah. looking
1: emojis or hieroglyphics. If we go back hieroglyphics. if we go back four thousand years, yes. they have the best hieroglyphics in the world. Like they're really good looking and they kind of define what an emoji look yeah. is.
0: If you don't believe us, just go Google Everybody else's version of a burger emoji, which Apple still isn't perfect, but it's much, much better than a lot of other people. Well, in this new update, they have a bagel, a boggle, a bagel. Well, a what baggle. kind of bagel? How do
1: you say bagel? Oh, I say bagel. Yeah, but I don't... think
0: it's just like it's a plain bagel, and people are outraged. Grant. But
1: okay, so one we're not surprised because the internet what? is outraged. something new?
0: We hate it. Okay, so apparently the way it goes is the new bagel, the cut is too clean on it, and it appears that it would have been cut in a. Like a factory, right? As opposed to being hand carved with somebody's knife, and people are very upset about. But
1: this. what if it was from a factory? Like, what if it's a factory well, you can't bagel? You not
0: do that. It needs to be an artisanal bagel. Well, 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 why? Well, apparently everybody is upset because they should be supporting people baking bagels and cutting. Bagels at home instead of going to the grocery store. No, and that would be a nice. Listen,
1: mob, that's so upset. Like, wouldn't it be nice if we could all make our own
0: bagels, right. whole
1: wheat, and grind our own wheat and make our own bagels and cut Maybe them with our own knife? I
0: can't afford a proper bagel knife or a bagel slicer because you know how often. Have you ever cut your palm with a knife cutting slicing yeah, a bagel? It's not good. It's not good. No. And so all the contraptions and apparatus that you need to be able to cut a bagel properly—wow, painful apparatus. That's not bad. I, I think that's correct. It's apparatuses. But what about the time? I'm
1: going to commit my day. I get 24 hours today, yeah. and I'm going to use a chunk of that to come complain about this bagel that i feel is cut improperly and someone is going to write a story about that on the internet and we're still talking about it today on this stupid podcast
0: people getting outraged because the bagel does not look like it was cut in a factory that's not news as and i think here's here's the thing is we have lost this context of the world i think to go hey statistically speaking probably most of the bagels that are sold look like this now I'm all for celebrating diversity. What I hope is, you know, like they can do everybody else is you hold down on the icon, no, and then it will give you a bagel with cream cheese, maybe a, a bagel with plain strawberry, cut in certain ways. I'm out. I'm Get not having this options. conversation. This is a dumb conversation. This might, <laughs> this might take the cake for the
1: dumbest conversation we have ever had, in the, and that's saying something. Uh, I'm all for celebrating diversity.
0: Absolutely. That's the fair. I can't figure that line in that with the bagel man. But I don't know that we need to celebrate it with bagels because I feel like that might cheapen some of the spots where we do need to celebrate diversity.
1: I don't want to hear about this story ever again. If you are listening to this podcast and you have to be to hear this, I don't know why I say that.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, I
1: say that all the time. If you're listening to this podcast, and it, you know, anyway,
0: anyway, I'm I'm all for proper bagels, but there are times, i. e., you have twenty family members over, and you just go to the store and you buy some bagels. You're still talking
1: about this stupid article
0: because you're going to have yogurt, and you're going to have pancakes, and you're going to have you know French toast, and you're going to have fruit, and you're going to have a lot of other things. The bagels just they're they're side player in that case.
1: Okay, so I'm going to delete this from the podcast. That was so dumb, and we're all dumber for it here on Tech Tuesday. Something that's cool and artistic outside of an emoji bagel is this mm. dude or dudes or dudettes or a group of people known as Banksy in the UK, the greatest street artist of our time.
0: I thought it was just like one
1: person. We don't know. We no, don't know? No one actually knows. No. What? Yeah. So if you watch the documentary Exit Through the Gift Shop, which is about Banksy and some of his hijinks and stuff, and
0: it's actually- Sorry, we don't know if it's a him or a her or- No one or knows. People or, have uh, ideas-
1: but no one actually knows. We all think that it's one guy, but there's yeah. also rumors that think that it's a group of people that are pretending to be one guy. Like, oh, Banksy's okay. like this, this identity yep. that they all kind of huh. wear. Neat. So he was back at it again
0: on the weekend. Yes, everywhere.
1: Well, yeah, he was all over the internet.
0: Because it, apparently they have a thing where they don't want the art. They, him I don't know, who, whoever this thing is. We'll call him Banksy. Banksy. Banksy does not want their art sold by art collectors and at auctions for a ton of money. His whole thing is like, he
1: rebels against society. He he points and makes fun of like capitalism, especially sure. and hypocrisy and all that sort of stuff. He doesn't he thinks the idea of spending you know a million dollars on a piece of spray paint art is stupid. And right. He doesn't want you to do that, so he makes fun of it.
0: Yeah, and so what happened was there was a piece of their artwork that went up for sale, sold for one point four million dollars, I believe, and as soon as it was sold. There was a built-in shredder inside the frame hidden that shredded it immediately so that whoever won it basically didn't have a proper piece of art. Or <laughs> or what I think may have happened, shot themselves in the foot because now this is one of the most valuable pieces of art ever and 1.4 million was a massive steal.
1: I love it. I love it so much because everyone wins in this. The art people win because they get to spend money that to them grows on trees. And Banksy wins because he gets to give the middle finger to these people saying, listen, I will overcome you. And the, the best part about this is I think that it was supposed to shred the whole way. I think it was supposed right. to shred and then stopped. And now we've got this thing. And so instead of like tangible like pieces of paper, they're like, ah, it's just garbage. You have this thing that people are going to bid on and spend even more money.
0: Think about like the mind blown nature of... This is an art piece that stands out against the powers that be, but only shredded three quarters of the way. It's wild. And he might be the most brilliant artist of all time who has now elevated his message even higher. And maybe in the end, all, all they really care about is being, hey, an artist that goes for the same prices that Monet goes for or uh, Leonardo da Vinci. And this could be a way to get there.
1: Yeah, it definitely could. And I, I would actually say he's brilliant. Like him, I, think, I, think, I don't know if it was Exit Through the Gift Shop, the movie, which you need to watch, where Whoa. he's on the Israeli wall and he's got a peace dove with a bulletproof vest on it. And he just spray paints it. And people like, he just drives in, spray paints it, boom, and he's gone. Uh, it's stunning. It's remarkable. And I want more of it. Could you imagine
0: what it would look like if I drove up to a wall and tried to spray paint a dove with a bulletproof <laughs> vest yeah, you would. On you it. would
1: screw it up. <laughs> but here's one thing I want to ask is that this Banksy guy, like this, or person or people or whatever, the people in on it, mm-hmm. there's no way that this Sotheby's yeah. auction happens that way without someone being like, oh, wow. Like, even if you read the article, like the write up from the guy who was in charge of the thing, it's almost like he knew something was going to happen. It was like, wow, can you believe that this right. is here?
0: Yeah, and that's a problem with like the PR connected world. And there was a, another artist who apparently knows Banksy who or knows of Banksy and said he saw thought he saw him there you right. know at the Yeah because people said and,
1: that someone would have to have been there yeah, to, to hear figure. they go wait a minute okay it's the same price as my old one click, click. now it goes through and I don't want this to happen. I want Banksy to be this imaginary figure that we right. never figure out yeah. because we all want superheroes. We need
0: mysteries. This is, the closest thing. this is
1: the closest thing we'll ever get to a Batman or a Robin Hood. What
0: about the people who are stopping corporate bagels?
1: No, that's not a Super real thing.
0: Superheroes. We need, we need like
1: mystery in the world. We don't need to find out who Banksy is. For example, Batman. when magic tricks happen, Everywhere, right. everyone's like, "How do you do that?" And then someone gets rich off of explaining how you did it, and we all yeah. feel worse off for it.
0: Yeah, it's like that's a short-term win. We're like, "I don't have a idea." Shoot, yo, there's two people in the box. It's like certain things in life that you can only ever experience once, and then after that, it's just never the same.
1: Yeah, mystery is something that we need to respect and believe in. And adhere to to go, it's okay not to know everything. And that's yes. why oftentimes on the internet, when something cool happens, the first thing people say is, ah, it's fake. Does it, who cares if it's fake sometimes? Like sometimes it's well, okay that it's- sometimes uh, it matters. Sometimes it matters. But sometimes if it's irrelevant, it's just like, you know what? I, yeah, don't, I don't actually care how they it. did that or if they did that. I want to take this for what it is and I, my life's better off for it. It's like movies
0: based on a true story. There's Ex- something yes. magical about, hey, this is based on a true story. Now, how much of it is or isn't doesn't matter. The fact is it's based on a true story and we get to believe that all of it is true and feel amazing about it.
1: Yeah, like The Greatest Showman oh, the greatest show. changed me as a person. If you haven't watched that film, please do. Mm-hmm. But it's based on a true story about the guy who did the the circus, P.T. Yep. Barnum. Yep. And apparently he was kind of a, a dirtbag dude and they didn't portray that in the movie very much so the critics were mad about it and then they panned the movie. And they said, ah, oh, this movie, like it's got a great soundtrack but it sucks because it's not accurate. It's like, guys. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. I would do it again, mm. and I intend to. Good. Mm. Right now? Mm. No, not right now. Okay. Hey, do you still have those Snapchat spectacles? Like, do you still wear those things?
0: Um, they're around here somewhere. If you're not familiar with these, these are the glasses that worked with Snapchat. They had a camera built in them. You push a button, it would go to Snapchat. It was it was cool. Remember Snapchat?
1: I do. There's some people out there still using it.
0: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Um. I do still have them, but they're very uncomfortable. So they're like my last pair of sunglasses. They're not charged. I don't even know where the charging cable is. I come across every once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah, right. I charged my spectacles. So no, I don't really.
1: Because there's a second pair of that's a bit cooler looking.
0: Yeah, it depends. The problem with sunglasses, I feel like you need a thousand different styles to find a style that suits people's faces. And for me, I have crooked ears, so I'm very limited on styles. I need to be able to bend the arms a little bit, you know.
1: Or you marks. need to have one of those faces that a thousand styles fit. Which is my problem. It's tough to be able to wear every single pair of sunglasses. Okay. Okay, but not everyone likes tech the way we do. And there's a guy who invented these pair of sunglasses where it actually blocks out screens, phones, TVs. If you look at it, it's just black like it's not even on.
0: Yeah, it's neat. So he was going through life somewhere and he like, I think he'd left his phone at home or something. He was trying to go for a walk, kind of like disconnect from technology. And as he wandered around, he realized that there were screens everywhere Showing him ads and for different things, he was trying to get away from that digital noise. And then he remembered that there was somebody who had done this thing for conference rooms where they could put basically this film on the conference room where you could look in and see the people, but you couldn't see what was on the screen. Oh, whatever people were talking about. And so what he wanted to figure out was, can you apply us to sunglasses? So he ordered a uh, roll of this stuff or whatever, put on sunglasses, and it worked. And so when you're around in the world, if you pull a sunglass down, you see a screen. But when you put your sunglasses back on, it basically blocks the lights from LCD screens or something like that. Is it just black?
1: That's so cool.
0: It's actually kind of neat.
1: It'd be weird to be in New York Times Square right? and see everything black, black and everyone's just staring up at all this black
0: stuff. Uh, that would be weird it, and eerie. I mean, it's kind of special. For me, I've been doing uh, walks in the morning, a way to like kind of like disconnect, just put on some music and I just go for a walk with my Bluetooth AirPods, which are the greatest invention ever. So maybe not completely disconnected from tech, but that's fine. But it's very peaceful and I'm disconnected from all that stuff. If I lived in an area... Where I don't see any screens on my walk. Like there's just not any in this area. But if I lived in an area, I would I think I would actually want a pair. Sometimes you want to get away from that stuff. Yeah. Just like the noise of of all that noise. I just think it
1: would be weird to see it in action. Like that that feels like magic to me to go, What? Like he's playing nothing right now on the screen? If you were playing your PS4 game and I didn't see anything, but I heard it,
0: that would be weird. I think there'd be so many creative ways you could advertise this by just randomly on like bus stop shelters putting a film of it with an ad for the glasses. Or different things where, as you walked in, you notice all the screens, and you step into the bus stop, and they're gone. Oh, well, that'd, that'd be actually, that'd be really cool. Like actually. lots of different ways, or just walking down the street, just put up a panel of it randomly, and suddenly you don't see the screen. Be super cool.
1: And I think that the more we accustom ourselves to taking breaks yeah. from tech, the more we re- realize that wait, oh wait, wait a minute, I am human. And it's okay not to have my phone on me at all times. I actually started. I've got the Apple. <laughs> i got the Apple Watch, <laughs> the cellular edition. But I got it so I could be with with my phone less. Yeah. And it's amazing when I take my daughter to the park without my phone. Yes, I lose the ability to take photos and videos of her. Sure. But I gain the present
0: yeah, the present mindedness
1: of being there with her and I go. And it's kind of a weird thing actually. But with my watch, I can call if I have an yeah. emergency or something, which you know doesn't normally happen. But
0: yeah, or text. Yeah, or text. So I think that we just need to take more time off. Sometimes. Isn't it funny that I'd have to spend, up here in Canada, $650 on a device so that my wife and I could go out for supper, leave the kids at home with a babysitter and be okay, but we'd leave our phones at home and then we could actually go on a date where we wouldn't be on our phones and we might actually talk to each other and if the babysitter needed to get a hold of us, they could call the watch or we could text and say, hey, we're on our way home. That's it. That's always what it is. It's always th-
1: what if. Yep. What, it's the what if emergency. It's like I'm gonna be a bad father here, or I'm gonna sound like one. But everyone, everyone is at home with their kids when they're sleeping. Yep. Always. You can't. You can't leave your kid at home, because what if? Well, what if I have a Nest Cam in her room and I can watch her, and I'm just down the street at the restaurant with my wife having a great time, and she's fine at home. It's locked. The alarms on. What if something The temperature. Happens? I know. What
0: if something? Nothing's gonna happen. I mean, statistically speaking, nothing is going to happen.
1: Yeah. Unless but, unless she takes a selfie, but she's too young for that. Then something could happen. Okay, we're, last last topic, and this one's kind of fun. Okay.
0: Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, the guy on the Vancouver bus ads.
1: And the guy who smokes a lot of pot. He's Canadian, and he's got we the weird... We do and know we that. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He's, he's very open about that. Okay. Weird wheezy laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and I promised the, the listeners today that you would do your best Seth Rogen impression. I have no idea. <laughs> Just try. <laughs> That's actually not bad. He's got a weird laugh like that. <laughs> So if you missed it, Seth Rogen agreed with the Vancouver Transit Authority, whoever, they're, wh- or, uh, whoever they are, to voice their ads or
0: voice their notifications of like, hey, guys, On get your bus. feet off the seats. Which I think is brilliant. So cool. He's from there. In the sense of, I mean, whether it's him or somebody else, I don't really care. But something that takes you off, like off guard, how it catches you off guard. So you actually want to listen to the safety instructions. It's like, how many times have you flown an airplane? All the time. Like a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I would think so.
0: Yeah. So you've probably been on the plane a hundred times. How closely do you pay attention? Zero. To right?
1: The, the first couple of times I would actually read through it just in case. Now I'm like, yeah, I'll take my chances.
0: And it's like, no guys, like I know how to put on the oxygen mask. I know, but they have to do it every time in case there's somebody new or just to like cover their behinds. How special would it be if somebody did it creatively every single time and you were just waiting to find out what the wrinkle was going to be this time?
1: It's kind of funny. Delta, when I was flying Delta to go to Thailand, they had a funny one and there was all these different pieces and you actually watched it every time right. to see which piece you would notice that was funny. And they made fun of themselves in it. And all these celebrities and actors and and, and things, yeah. like they were putting like a dog in the overhead compartment and things like right. that. And I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, I'm going to watch this again because you entertained me.
0: Now, safety regulars are going to be like, oh, you can't say that, you know, do this because, you know, this is serious stuff. The problem is when you take yourself too seriously, nobody pays attention. Zero. Which is what happens typically. So, inspired by Vancouver having Seth Rogen on the transit system, Toronto approached Seth Rogen again to do their transit which, stuff. Which
1: is so anti-Toronto. Toronto, if you're not from Canada, is the well, if even if you're from not from Canada, you know Toronto. When we go traveling, people say, Where are you guys from? And we say, well cuz their answer they're looking for is Vancouver or Toronto and we yeah. say hey we're in the middle i actually they say i'm care. from I'm, I'm from LA yeah. but Toronto is kind of like the hub of Canada and it's the center of the universe and so for Toronto to say hey we want what Vancouver has we're going to yeah. photocopy it and do it ourselves like feels really lame dog.
0: yeah like, wow. like you're you're fishing hunting below the belt or something like that i don't anyway, know anyway they did it for a month and then they canceled it right well, apparently they just like they didn't want the campaign to go on too long right you Which, mean you mean that they actually
1: realized that they were uncomfortable copying Vancouver and decided, you know what? I think we're going to try to have Drake on ours, and that'll be different because everyone loves Drake or The Weeknd or any other celebrity from Canada.
0: Yeah, or I wonder if they were just like, uh, we're getting too many complaints.
1: Who would, who would complain about that?
0: Surprisingly, a number of people have complained. Oh, the bagel
1: people. Uh, They're back the, again. It is
0: outraged again. There were some people who were complaining about the sound of his voice and that he was shouting or he was screaming. And I I love this one quote from this woman who she was complaining because he apparently is just yelling on these things. And she said she enjoyed the announcements when she could actually hear them. Unlike now with Seth Rogen.
1: The previous announcements with like the robotic voice.
0: And I say there is absolutely no way that is the case.
1: No way. Do you know why Seth Rogen's yelling at you, ma'am? Because he actually has to tell people to not clip your nails and leave the shards on the seat for the people coming after. He shouldn't have to say that so he yells
0: like I am yelling right now because that is a dumb idea and it kills me that that's a society that we live in. And I feel like she's just trying to make the point, I don't like Seth Rogen. And so to make sure that you know I don't like Seth Rogen, I'm going to tell you that I really enjoyed the announcements before when he wasn't voicing them.
1: Which she didn't because she forgot what they sounded like.
0: She says she enjoyed the announcements. Who enjoys announcements? She's a liar. It's it's crazy. Somebody Let's else, find out who she is. Somebody else... Just
1: kidding. That's an internet joke. Just kidding.
0: Somebody else called in to the city to complain and said it's just they couldn't handle the screaming of Seth Rogen, which I love this response. This is from the city love now? I love the response from the city back to them. They said, I'm sorry they weren't to your liking. I heard the announcements and they did not sound like screaming. Did you find they were too loud? Some of the feedback we suggested, we got suggested they were too low. The city person saying, I heard the announcements. It wasn't screaming.
1: They're fine. You're being unreasonable. And it's nice to have a municipality push back like that.
0: And I guess it's one of those things in the world that kind of scares me is somebody can say, no, he was screaming. No, I, I listened to it. He wasn't screaming. Maybe he wasn't screaming for you, but he was screaming for me. Right. When And it's like, ah, like. No, like, can common sense here, at least I like the person who was front. Like, I heard it. It wasn't screaming. Can you say common sense? You don't believe in it. Oh, yeah. Right. You can't actually say that. So you have to find a different way to portray what you're I trying to... I think the idea of common sense, I believe in. It's okay. just not a real thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, the idea of common sense. Right. right. <laughs> anyway,
1: so that, that was kind of a cool story because, well, like Toronto, like, get better, man. <laughs>
0: Why not pick somebody from Toronto?
1: Everyone's from Toronto and you pick Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen
0: from? He's actually from Vancouver?
1: Yeah, he's from out there.
0: Okay, so yeah. You'd think like there should be enough cool people around Toronto. But I actually love the idea of switch it up all the time. Pick a different celebrity every month to give the announcements, to give us something fresh so we actually want to see and hear those airplane announcements, the safety announcements on the subway, whatever it is. Keep it fresh. Do the work. If those things actually matter, don't take yourself too seriously. Instead, look at the end goal of us actually wanting to listen yeah, to
1: interesting you. Yeah, know, that's interesting because we're at a time where we can dive into this. But if you actually cared about me caring about those announcements and yes. they were actually that important, you wouldn't just be checking a box nope. and doing the same thing every time. You would nope. do whatever it took for me to pay attention to what I need to do when I need to throw that plane door off exactly. and unlock that inflatable and instead, thing. instead,
0: somebody sitting in the office going, check, we told them. We told them they right. didn't listen. We told them I'm not responsible, and I'm going to tell you to subscribe to the podcast.
1: We're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You're not in your head because that was a great transition. That was a great transition because yeah. I was like, this
0: podcast needs to end. Great, great transition. Way too
1: long. we will back. Uh, We're we'll back tomorrow,
0: I think. Right? Yeah. What's tomorrow? It's Weird Wednesday. Maybe wild Weird Wednesday. Uh. Anyway, that's uh, the not the Jags experience. It's it's something that was tech two. 2- <laughs>